Welcome to Your Funeral Coach Talks, a bi-monthly podcast hosted by Lisa Bowie, founder of Your Funeral Coach, a consulting and mentoring company serving the funeral, cremation, and cemetery profession. Listen in today to the marketing series as she interviews thought leaders and difference makers in her profession. Hi, listeners. I'm here with Sean Fagan of Leap Time Marketing, and happy spring to everyone. We're going to have some fun today. We're talking about spring cleaning, and I'm not talking about your closets. I'm talking about marketing. So all of us have different websites. We do social media marketing, and I think we need to take a new look at that. I'm seeing a lot of things out there in the market, Sean, that are looking the same to me, and I'm not real crazy about that. Um, I know that it's important to be unique as your own brand in your own community, and you don't want to look like anybody else. So we're going to clean out that marketing closet today. And we've got Sean here as the expert who is our collaborative network partner for uh, yourfuneralcoach.com. And we're super excited to have him. Welcome, welcome, Sean. Tell our listeners a little bit about you so that those are new know who you are. What is a leap tie and, and who are the Fagans? Okay. Well, thanks for having me back. I think this is maybe the third or fourth one of these we've done. Leaptie is a marketing agency focused on the funeral and cemetery professions. And uh, why we're called Leaptie is you take the leap and we tie it all together. And that gets into strategy consistency, branding consistency, and all the rest. So thanks again for having me again. Well, you're most welcome. So we've been talking quite a bit about some of our frustrations at times that uh, there's some redundancies out there. Um, there's some of the stock photos and things that look the same. And and frankly, when I when I work with clients, and I know you do this as well, uh, we kind of work together to help them clean some of this stuff up. I'm also seeing that clients are out there using a variety of different types of like companies for social media marketing one and then website another and 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 I know there's so many out there helping funeral firms today um, with with websites and everything that like we can do it all for you I think it's important to uh, really take a look at where you're spending your money and how it's being spent and how effective it is um, I, I don't think anything that is similar to somebody else's is is effective what, what do you think about that Sean well, that's um, there's there's two parts to this uh, spring cleaning conversation. So, uh, the very first one is yes, if you're using the same website provider and the same materials, generic materials from marketing companies and uh, free social media content that's all out there. That's um, in some cases it's okay. Um, usually not though. Uh, the other part of this is consistency. So you may have a logo on your website that looks different than your print materials and other things. So we're going to talk about both, uh, being different than your competitor and making sure that you're consistent across the board with how you're supposed to look. That's cool. Let's do that. So why is it, do you think, though, that, that people struggle, owners struggle with making these decisions and uh, focusing their marketing in the right ways and the, and and they're just is it is it because they go to the conventions and meetings and or they see the ads out there and they just see all these cool things everybody's can do for them and they just don't know what to do so like you you offer some coaching I know as part of uh, your funeral coach that gives them an hour on the phone with you to help kind of do an assessment of of what they look like. And, and, and frankly, as we look out in the new world of funeral service, cremation, and cemetery marketing, your website 
is your front door. It is it is your new new location, your main location. I think it's where people find you. And if they don't really are impressed as soon as they land on your landing page, oh, and by the way, please get those obits off your landing page. Oh my gosh, your homepage, that's ridiculous. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share that with you. And if you ever want to be a client of mine, please understand, we will discuss that because I, I think people want to go see obits, but what's the first impression they have of you? right? It's not about the obituary notices. It's really about you and who you look like and your brand and and do they feel good? I, you know, as a woman, and women are the buyers of our, our services. If you don't understand that, baby boomer women are your primary buyers today. And they're young children who are Gen Xers, millennials, and zillennials are sitting back and grandchildren are sitting back looking at your social media before they even walk in the door or decide if they're going to use you. And so if you don't wow them, if you don't make a f- great first impression, my, my sense is, Sean, right or wrong, that psh, they'll never even pick up the phone and call you. You won't even get the call. That's my right. sense. Right. It's true. Um, but there's even places before the website where they can make those decisions too. This could be any one of your business listings on Yelp, Bing, uh, Google, of course, uh, even things like Apple Maps, which has a whole new interface and can be dressed up to look a lot more like a Google business listing now. Uh, Apple Map came out of the last century and has a new <laughs> interface. So um, finally, Apple yeah, came around. A, well, <laughs> they did. They never dedicated any resources to it, but it's. Um, the default navigation system on what a billion devices, uh, and uh, it is there's something like that. Hundreds of millions in our country, anyway. So um, you'd be foolish not to pay attention to that. So they do look at you there. Um, they may even notice that you're marked closed. And in our profession, uh, it's not what are the hours the doors <laughs> unlocked. It's about perceived availability, and that's important. If there are three of you on the Google Google Map Pack or the first page of Google and two are marked close. Guess which one they'll call first at <laughs> 10 o'clock something? at night. So, yep. So okay. So that uh, is a spring cleaning item that we need to check off is to check all those listings. And that's a good way to have an assessment as you clean out that marketing closet to make sure how you appear on all those different types of uh, modems and sites. Because uh, your Google listings, your Yelp listings, your Apple, oh gosh, they mark you closed. Not good. Well, we know we have to close and get some sleep, but we should be available 24-7 by phone, you know, right? It's about the business, not you, right? It the is. business is available to receive calls and help people 24-7, even if it's an answering service. And it's perceived availability is how I frame it. It's uh, not about the, you know, if somebody shows up at nine o'clock at night and they're upset that you weren't open to pick up a death certificate, you navigate that problem, but it doesn't happen that often. No, it really doesn't. And you know what? That's a good thing. You mentioned answering services. There's some great answering services out there. Don't be afraid of them. I, I really am a proponent for them because I think they do a nice job. And and I think most of them, um, you can listen to all the recordings. If you don't like how they're answering calls for you, you can help help them change that. But they're highly trained and they're available 24-7. And I think that gives you a break and some uh, some opportunities to uh, be more effective because they'll connect you immediately with your cell phone. I mean, it's like a seamless transition that, oh, let me put you on hold for just a moment and I'll, I'll get the funeral director. I'll get, I'll have the owner talk to you as soon as possible. May I put you on hold? And it's like a two second transaction. 
It's so great. So that's a good spring cleaning. Let's assess that. Well, let's let's talk about branding. I love branding. I love brand consistency. I think it's important. It is how you appear to others. That's one of the things in your spring cleaning. We should we should all be looking at our brand um, that can include our logo, our look, our style. Um, I've seen some brands out there that look antiquated to me, Sean. They look old. Um, there's no color in them. They might look like they're um, like a shield or <laughs> what? <laughs> probably something that came out of the 1800s when they were first founded and they're afraid to change it because that's what we've always done, right? We've always done it this way. And they just think it looks great. And I just want to go, please help, you know, right. leap tie, call it leap tie. They'll fix your, they'll fix your logo. So let's talk about branding. What can we, what can we do to spring clean uh, our brand and how can we better improve our brand? In, okay. in, in our communities and that we are the sure. ones to call. Right. Go for okay. It. So let's go start at uh, Genesis here and recognize that your logo is not your brand. Your brand mm-hmm. is the experience people have when they use you and your logo is an avatar for that. Um, so when you do a brand audit, we're going to talk about consistency and the visual part of this mostly, but it's also a good time to sit down and Define your audience, uh, the kinds of services that you want to sell, the kinds of families that you want to serve, maybe the kinds of families you want to be the one that serves the most of, whether that's Catholics or Hindus or veterans. You can be known as the premier provider for certain valuable group of people that you just um, are extra able to serve, whether you have a Spanish-speaking person on staff or that sort of thing. So let mm-hmm. First case is maybe do uh, an introspection on um, what are we really doing here? Of course, we want to serve and be open to everyone, but who can we get the most of that we're really good at is uh, one thing. So then the brand audit, um, we'll be publishing uh, a blog post uh, courtesy of you coming up yes. uh, around the time this drops, and there'll be some good information in there. But it's the consistency thing uh, first. We can talk about redesigning a logo or refreshing a logo. You don't have to change it 100%. Usually don't even recommend doing that. Um, but the consistency thing, anything that's a touch point with the family, um, if it's tangible, should have a logo on it. Uh, and it should be the same logo across the board. So this would be if you leave something behind when you do a transfer, um, is it just a plain sheet of paper without your letterhead? Um or it could be something nice like a poem. We do these for a lot of clients. It's a poem on a nice card that has an angel pin, and those things come in to the arrangement oh, conference. Uh, the families nice. wear those. So just a nice little touch do thing. Do they really? Uh, yeah, oh, that's cool. Uh, so you leave it on the bed on a house call, and it has a little angel on it, and it has a lovely little poem. You know, at Bowie's, we left, we left a rose with a little note that was a pre-printed card that talks about, you know, kind of giving our sympathy uh, mm-hmm. to them because it's hard to walk in and see that empty bed. And right. so what a nice touch. That's a lovely touch. It and is. That and would that would have actually, your logo on it, right? It would. And that's actually um, back to what I said is your logo is not your brand. So your no. brand is the experience that you provide to people. I always um, go on a harangue here that the funeral profession is not about holes in the ground and caskets and urns. It's the experience <laughs> that we provide to people to and through that day. So if you're designing a brand, you want to take into consideration the experience that you're offering these families from um, what they discover when they look you up on Google or Apple or Bing or Yelp to what do you look like 
and how are you different and how are you conveying the value of funeral service and yourself as the person to get that service from in your community to the phone call and how does that go and uh, what happens in the arrangement room, which your other um, network partner, Greystone, does a lot to increase really, the value really of yes they and do. then even beyond and through the day with um either grief support or even innovative programs like you used to run at bowie they probably still do with um, the silver and gold club and other events that are available yes. to the yes. public so if your brand is being there for the community that's a brand that some others in your area don't do they do a fine job um maybe not the same as bowie but they do an adequate job with funeral service and that's okay but uh, if we're talking about your brand, you want to take into account um, how can I be the best experience that people have when they choose us? And that will get sure. talked about and shared and recommended down the line. Now, when it comes to updating a logo, um, there are... And, and a look and style. You know, that's and a look and style, yeah. I, I think that's important to, to recognize. I mean, I, I looked at our... When you did a brand audit for us, Sean, <clears throat> you looked at all of our collateral materials. You know, we love to print stuff, right? <laughs> Of course, in, the, in this day and age, we're trying to get less of that, not kill trees, uh, be effective with our collateral uh, pieces that we, we want people to, to learn from. Um, but you really helped us clean it up with the look, the style, uh, the way the logo sat, just the colors, just the feel of it. We wanted to get that feel for, for what people would feel when they looked at our materials. Did they see, you know, us doing a dove release or hugging someone? Or I mean, I was just so impressed with how you took this this mirage uh, compilation of, of, of all these different looks and styles that we had a great little graphic artist inside. And I run into this with clients. They say, oh, I've got a graphic artist on staff. They help us do memorial folders and blah, 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 blah. So they have some skills. I'm like, yeah, that's great. But... What happens with graphic artists is, and, and they're amazing, and you have some that that help us uh, when we when we work with you. They they can go all over the place if they're creative, and and they're not consistent with the, kind of the look and the style and and the you know, the look you're looking for. So I think that's one of the things you did really well. So if you were to come in and spring clean, and do a brand audit, you would want them to collect all these different collateral materials we have laying around our funeral homes we send out to your families everywhere from like your contracts your packets that you give to families uh, that they take home um, your bag you know if you have a bag or bags or things that you do giveaways uh, stuff like that that we do you know as funeral homes calendars if you're still doing calendars which we don't necessarily recommend unless they're focused like on a therapy dog or something like that um, and then get your competitors i really think it's important that when you work with a firm like Leap Tie, they're going to want to know what your competitors look like. And you should know too. You should be out there sending a sh dummy shopper out, not a dummy, a smart one, right? <laughs> and, shopper, and yeah. they, right. And they should be coming back with collateral materials that your competitors like to hand out too. You know, how's that look, right? What do you do with all that once you get it together? Okay. So um, there's a lot there. Um, so again, going back to where you could be found the first time, does your business listing on these major platforms look and feel like your website? Um, you can do things with Google and some of these business listings now where you actually bring the navigation of your complete website over to them and people can use Google as an interface with your website. So we do a lot of that. Um, 
the consistency thing is everything. Uh, you mentioned we're cutting back on paper things. We don't print as many things as we used to, but we work with an awful lot of electronic files, um, PDFs, fillable PDFs, uh, your case management system, your email signatures. Um, we've branded all kinds of promotional products and things that cover up even like tissue boxes. Um, we've made nice little covers for those because it oh, cool. you know, looks like a, a tie-dye t-shirt when you walk into some chapels with the, <laughs> the psychedelic colors on some of these tissue boxes. So you make them all consistent uh, and nice. And it's just a nice touch. You don't have to do those things. But uh, making the logo consistent and going back to what you said there about you had an internal graphic designer who did a great job. There wasn't anything wrong with what was done. But um, we create a, a brand standard is where we start. And that will have your... Uh, primary colors, accent colors, the way the logo can be used, whether it's in a newspaper slug in an obituary. Um, you may need a horizontal version of your logo and a vertical stack logo version mm -hmm. um, and how it's really supposed to be used. And that's kind of foundational. And then we make sure you have all the correct logo files. So if you have a sign that needs to be made or whatever, you've got your EPS and your JPEG and your vector files and all the rest so that you have a, just kind of a suitcase with some of these items. Um, then, uh, from there, we could have a conversation about what does your logo look like? Sometimes that is a first step with some firms. We say, you know, how attached are you to this? What is it on? And that's a consideration that you need to take into account is what is this logo on? So for you at Bowie at Cave Springs, the B was actually built into the building. So we were never going to change that. We made some nice little <laughs> no. adjustments to it, but you couldn't change your logo because it is what it is um yeah there are instances where you know a wagon wheel or a, a horse-drawn carriage are totally fine in a in a rural community it's just how you're known and you shouldn't change that it can be refreshed though you mentioned um a shield and we did this with when we started working with the buchanan group in indianapolis they had a shield that looked like a real coat of arms and it had the four quadrants with things in them and detail and all the rest and it just really looked institutional almost like something that would be on a hospital or a college sure. library or something like that i so hope brian's not listening because he'll because because i didn't mean to insult his shield, his family's shield <laughs> no 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 he, he's he's not upset um no. actually what happened was we kind of took a bold approach and really simplified it and it's a shield but it's uh, also an accent uh, if you go to their website you'll see it's kind of an accent that's built into a lot of things that they have so it's not just square and blocky it's instantly recognizable and when we showed it to them Bruce Buchanan just said oh my gosh I love it if you put a stem on it, it would be a champagne glass there you go. and if you know Bruce he's all about events and you know, funerals are events, oh, they, but they do weddings, there's other events they do, that right. they do. So they do. I didn't think he would say that. I was actually afraid that maybe he wouldn't like it, that it was too simple. But um, that's the type of thing. Just take a look at yourself and does this really reflect me and who I want to be? And you don't have to change it. Um, there are ways to modernize and refresh without a wholesale like change. I mean, there I like are, uh, you have brand equity. So you don't want to throw away anything that's recognizably you and change it drastically. Um, I love that. Then you uh, mentioned the overall look, and that's where you get into these similarities that we talked about. Um, there are a number of website providers out there. Um, if you're using the same website provider as someone else in your community, you don't look all that different, even if you have a different logo. Uh, sometimes we see people even have the same doc photos 
and content and words about what they actually do, like funeral services, too. cremation I've services. And if you want to, and this is what I do, I, you know, I mentioned it before, sometimes it feels like we're doing this to you instead of for you, but we kind of poke people in the chest and say, if you had a family that was from out of town and they're looking at their options, you know, how do you look different from the other two funeral homes that are using the same website provider? And as a matter of fact, you and they all look like maybe you're the corporate owned because you're all using the same website and there's one SCI location and they have something distinctive. So, you know, you got to look mm -hmm. at that. We carry around in our mind that corporates are, you know, they kind of flatten the creativity and they uh, sometimes, not all of them do this, but um, things get kind of standardized. But if you're using the same thing as others in your community who could all be family owned, you are the one that looks standardized. And um, sure. you know, everyone knows that there's been some consolidation going on in the funeral profession with both funeral homes and technologies and website providers. And you just look at um, the similarities among providers and how can you be different? I think differ differentiating yourself is, is one of the keys to um, I mean, you have to bring your brand consistency in, and I love that. And that's one of the things I know Leaptide does for us. But uh, there's a great little book called Differentiate or Die. I highly recommend mm -hmm. all the listeners read it. Um, it and it's, it's you know, been around for a long time, but it, it seriously talks about why you need to differentiate your firm from others. And you have to do it in the right way. I mean, it has to, it has to have your story of how you serve others. I'm so glad you brought that up because being a brand is not just about your look. It's who you are and how you serve and, and making sure that that's clearly evident in everything you do from all the social media to all the listings, um, to every way that, that you at Leap Tie kind of bring that all together. Um, and it sounds a little overwhelming sometimes, especially if you're a smaller firm and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have to change all this stuff. Well, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You Most do it. Don't have stuff to change. Uh, right. The other <laughs> problem that we run into is we go into a funeral home and they have, uh, this would be many steps backwards from where you were when we found you is, um, they have three different logos. And then they also probably have a half a dozen other things that don't even have a logo. They're just kind of, mass produced for anybody to use and their name is on the back with a mailing label kind of a thing. Right. So, uh, a, there's a sticker. It's really it's not crooked. that hard. <laughs> yeah. It's really not that hard to, to, this is what we do with all our clients is, you know, you, you don't just want a website, you want a strategy and for a strategy, you want to have it branded sure. and the strategy and the brand have to be consistent. So it's I really agree. not that hard at all to do those things. And then getting beyond how things look, it's how do things sound? And that is uh, part of how you, answer the phone and uh, interact with families during arrangements, which is part of your strategy overall. If you're talking about um, being the best and investing in your people and your business, there are services beyond what we provide that Lisa can help with, with other uh, partners she has that um, are part of a strategy that will help grow and preserve your market share. Right. So let's talk about a couple other things in spring cleaning. Um, I've, sure. got, I've got your checklist right here, which I, you know, designing best practices um, as you clean up your website and clean up you as a company. So, but let's, let's talk a little bit about, we've already talked about comparing yourself to your competitors and other providers um, in your region. So there could mm -hmm. be some regional look there. People will travel depending on if you're in a metro area or urban area, rural um, depending on how far they will travel to find find a good provider. Um, let's talk about a little bit 
uh, high quality images and having a clear call to action. You know, today, all these iPhones and everything that, you know, they do with all the cool cameras and you see the commercials a lot for all different kinds of phones. And I just want to say that you may think you have a good camera on your cell phones and you may think that these cameras are going to get it done and then you can post it right, or put it on your website. Ah, you know, Sean, the, the, the photography, the drone work, the, everything that you did for us was such high quality. Um, I, I think we want that that image, that first impression to be high quality, not just, mm-hmm. you know, things we're taking out in the field um, and trying to do ourselves. So I think that's important. And then I love what you said about, because you will help assess all these these images and help them with the checklist. The clear call to action, right? You, you have mm-hmm. to get people to respond to you. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Because I think that's important. Sure. Um, I'm going to say two things about your photography comment there. So everybody yes, okay. has a Start camera today. We can all take beautiful wonderful pictures of babies and birthdays and skies and nature, but your business is really a unique creature. And the problem isn't so much with cameras today. It's about light. Um, Mm -hmm. Good photography needs professional light and experience with framing perspective. Um, Not having the trash can in the picture, not cutting something (laughs) out of the picture. I mean, this is true. We see it all the time. We get sent pictures. I got a guy and they send us stuff that, you know, we've had to repaint photoshops and put leaves on trees with, uh, we've had to repaint signs and put leaves on trees with Photoshop to fix some of the stuff that we've gotten when it hasn't really been done right. And that's okay. We can do that. But if you're going to make the investment in that, you want to have it be top notch. Um, call to action. Yeah. So now you're getting into the strategy part of spring cleaning and uh, your strategy should be, ought to be, Um, getting as many leads as you possibly can, selling lots of flowers, getting people to interact with your uh, website and guest books so that you can remarket to them, Um, getting people to learn about key differences that you have. So when we build a website, um, we always have very prominent calls to action for pre-planning and other key things, call now, um, making those highly visible no matter where somebody is on the website or even on the page. Those have to be prominent. Um, But you have to have, for that to work, you have to have a strategy. And when we build a website, um, we always start with what are the goals you have for your business? We start with that. The website is going to be beautiful. All the website providers all build beautiful websites. All of them are. But there's a huge difference between how a website looks and how it works. And that's where we take a completely different approach than anybody else out there. And we're focused on the results. Uh, for your business as if it were our business. Um, so we're not, the primary metric isn't uh, you're going to get a check for selling flowers or um, some other thing <laughs> like that. The primary yeah. goal is um, yeah, how many I, leads I, are you going to get? I agree. And uh, there's something on our checklist that I have to say. Have you called your florist friends? Let's talk oh, about yeah. flowers for a second. I love this. It says, if you ask your local florist friends, um, that you do business with, what they think of the flower shop on your website, you know, because there are a lot of providers out there that are going to say, hey, I can get you a free website, you know, we'll do it through flower sales, plus I'll get you some money off your flower sales. Well, if you're doing your 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 everything right, in many instances, you can work something out with your local florist to make some money together. Um, but I think your florist has a good eye for what flowers need to look like um, on your website. So, 
I think that's a great thing is go ask your local floors what they well, think. And, and here's what to, to, to ask them, because we have conversations with florists all the time. The, the way we work is uh, we're not taking commissions on flowers. And there's nothing wrong with the, the commission model. That is ideal for some people. So I'm not knocking um, the other approaches. But um, what we do with our clients is um, have them let us know who their local florist or florists are. And we work with them and we have a call with those florists and we encourage them to think of this funeral home having your flower shop, literally your floral arrangements on their website. Right. And we would like to use real pictures of things that you build and not tell you what to build with stock wire arrangement type things, not tell you what to get paid um, or anything like that, or take commissions out that ultimately, this is one of the concerns we've heard a lot of is that florists will cancel orders because they just they would lose money if they built and delivered for what the price offered on the website is. I don't know if that's a conversation they just need to have with that funeral home about, hey, could we bump these prices up? Wholesale prices have risen. Absolutely. Um, and the cost, the cost of things have gone up. So you should be making adjustments. If you are in partnership with the local florist or florist plural that you want to do business with, um, there's no reason that you can't receive some percentage of sales back as well if you work as a partner. And I think that's the, the one of the key things that you have to have. Your marketing company that does helps you with websites and social media and strategy and your marketing plan, like a leap tie, is really important that you partner. And so I think that's creating effective partnership. I love your recommendation as part of your spring cleaning to take a look at that. Um, right. Another one so, is there's something else coming up. And I, I, I know we have a little limited time, but I want to be sure we don't miss this. There's something coming up with Google Analytics on July 1st, 2023. Mm-hmm. And even though um, a lot of people come back and listen to our podcast later on, um, if you haven't taking care of this, I think it's extremely important. Sean, can you can you talk about what's going on with Google Analytics? Um, yes. So we um, are all about results. And like I said, when we build a website, it's going to be about what is this going to do for you, not how pretty is it. Um, so to do that, uh, you have to track it. And to track it, you use Google Analytics and some other tags. And Google Analytics has been called Universal Analytics for a number of years now. And that's being sunsetted July 1st. The tags that a lot of people have on their website um, will stop recording data on July 1st. Hmm. So what you need to have um, is Google, it's called GA4. It's the fourth iteration of Google Analytics. Um, this can be put on your website with Google Tag Manager or just manually. Nobody probably even understands what those are, but that's okay. But if you want to keep having good quality data, you need to get GA4 set up, implemented on your website so that you can uh, carry forward with the measuring of your data and have good reports and all of that. So it's a housekeeping thing. Google's not um, making it hard to do. Um, they're, they're importing, they'll set up Google Analytics for tags for you, import uh, your historical data, at least from this year, into that, and it's not hard to do. But that's an important thing. Uh, we find a lot of websites that just, when we start working with somebody, don't even have Google Analytics on them. Oh, my goodness. So oh, if you oh don't have goodness. it, you really should be tracking it. That's ah. another housekeeping thing that we do when we do these assessments that you mentioned is, um, can we look at your Google Analytics? Uh, or can we see some reports that you're being sent so we can see what you're being told or um, what are you measuring and what do you think of that? That's kind of when we just poke people in the chest right. and say, okay, And, and you know, I would tell – I would. Yeah, I would tell owners and managers out there and people that are working on the, these websites uh, with your firm – 
don't be afraid of this stuff. I mean, Leap Thai helps you interpret it. It's sometimes it's like feels like a foreign language. It may feel overwhelming. You know, the young people are out there in your firm that, you know, they're, they're everywhere, always on their mobile phone. Uh, you need to not just be mobile friendly. You need to have a responsive design. And what that means, Sean can help you understand. Um, because just mobile friendly enough isn't gonna, isn't gonna make it happen on your phone because that's the number one user. Um, I think of most generations now, except for so possibly older baby boomers. Yeah, yeah. So, well, no, even them. My mom's primary the computing phone. device is her phone. Uh, yeah. People looking for funeral service are primarily on their phone. It's 60 to 70% of most funeral home website traffic now is mobile. Right. So, so it's important to understand, too, back to the Google Analytics, what these reports mean. So when you receive them, you know, it's great to say, oh, you've had so many clicks or you've got this open rate, right? This is really how you measure that and what you do about it is really important. And if you don't have a call to action and a way for people to respond to you, so you actually get a usable lead, it's not about the clicks, really, is it, Sean? I mean, it's more no, about... So yeah, we see a lot of reports out there, and it's not knocking. Um, I mean, anything when it comes to digital marketing is better than not doing nothing. Um, but what we see is a lot of what I call activity reports. So you have uh, impressions and clicks, and your click-through rate, and your cost per click, and how much money you spent. That's all activity. Um, results are uh, how many people requested information through your request free planning information page? And do you have their name, address, and phone number? And email? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, how, what about the other forms on your site? And then the context part of it, is this a good number? Uh, how many should we expect and can we get there? Um, the results part of measurement is completely missing from just about all the reports that I see. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Well, you've you've taught us uh, so much today, Sean. I want to thank you very much about helping us with our spring cleaning of our uh, our marketing as well as our website. There's a lot more I know that Leap Tide does for us, and and you get a free hour with Sean um, anytime you want. Sean, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Uh, obviously, you can go to yourfuneralcoach.com. You'll see Sean's bio, a little bit about Leap Tie Marketing. If you want to go there and learn more, and his phone number is there, I believe, as well, and his email address. But just go ahead and tell our listeners what that is and so that they can, if they love this podcast, which I know they will, uh, they'll come back and, and they'll say, I'm going to call Sean. So okay. give us some contact. So this uh, free assessment, I don't limit it to an hour, uh, first of all. Um, the okay. others might, and that's okay. But uh, we take the time to do what's needed. Um, the use of my time for an initial consultation, uh, this conversation we just had, this is an ideal use for it, is to just have us um, drag a rake through everything you've got and um, give you some action items for what you can do better, whether you do it with us or you execute with what you're doing, um, just a second set of eyes and some new ideas in front of you. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. You can just search Sean Fagan Funeral Homes or something like that, and I'll probably pop up. Um, <laughs> Sean at LeapTie, it's S-E-A-N, but no matter how you spell it, I'll get it anyway because we've got a um, catch-all for that. And my mobile number, everyone's welcome to always use for text or phone call, is 585-657-7096. Thank you, Lisa. Hey, you're welcome, Sean. Thanks for being here. And thanks for helping us with our spring cleaning. Uh, and there's probably a few more things that we need to do in our business to, to clean it up a little bit. But what a perfect time. You know, we've got through the winter, uh, volume may be slowing down a little bit, or it may not. 
But I think there's some things that you can do with your business this spring and summer, especially I know in the summer months, sometimes things do slow down a little bit. And it's a great time to get an assessment done, to have your brand looked at, to have your website looked at. And Sean does and Leaptie does this all for free. And they'll give you the best advice possible, I promise you. So I'm a fan. Uh, I know you will be as well. So thank you listeners for hanging out with us. And Sean Fagan, thanks for hanging out with us again this spring. We love you and and just keep doing what you're doing because you're helping make funeral service better. Thank you. Bye listeners. Talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed today's Your Funeral Coach podcast and will join Lisa Bowie and her guests again soon. Let us know if there are any topics you would like to hear more about. For more information on future shows, please go to yourfuneralcoach.com. If you enjoyed the show, consider giving us a five-star review. Thank you.